You're listening to WNBC Radio. This is New York City. Cousin Bruce, tomorrow at 6 o'clock. Now back to the World Series. The umpires for tonight's game are now huddling at home plate. Don Bensinger of the American League will be calling balls and strikes this evening. Andy Olson of the National League will be down at first base. Ron Luciano of the American League, one of the most demonstrative umpires in the business. Down at second base from the American League, the veteran of this crew for the World Series, Tom Gorman, who's been through five World Series, will be at third base. Bill Kunkel of the American League down the left field line, and Judge Harvey down the right field line from the National League. We're now waiting for the ceremonial first pitch, and it is to be thrown by Connie Mack, Jr., the youngest son of Connie Mack, the founder of the old Philadelphia A's, who later became the Kansas City A's and are now the Oakland A's, and a man who leads everybody, and I'm sure for all time, and longevity for a manager, as he managed the A's for more than 50 years. His youngest son, Connie Mack, Jr., throwing out now the first ball to Ray Foster. The Dodgers line up tonight. Davey Lopes leads off and faces second base. Bill Buckner hit a home run last night. He's batting second out in left field. Jim Wynn bats third in center field. Steve Garvey bats clean up at first base. Joe Ferguson bats fifth in right field. Ron Say, the third baseman. Bill Russell at shortstop. Batting eighth and back in the lineup tonight with left-hander Holtzman on the mound. Steve Yeager and Andy Messersmith is the pitcher. For the Oakland A's, Campy Campanaris will lead it off and play at shortstop. Bill North in center field. Sal Bando at third base. Reggie Jackson in right field. Joe Rudy in left field. And we assume that Cornell Washington, we will check that again for you, will bat six. Yes. He will, says Ben Scudder. Ray Fossey bats seven. Dick Green, the second baseman eighth. And Ken Holtzman is now going out to the mound. And it's game four of the 1974 World Series is about to be underway. Let us get underway with... The voice of Los Angeles Dodgers, Ben Scully. Thank you, Jim. And we can start off by partially solving, if you want to use this as a solution, to the late change of Gene Tennyson, Claudel Washington. The press box called down to Alvin Dark and asked him about the change in the starting lineup. And Alvin said, quote, tennis is not in the starting lineup. And they said, thank you very much. And we passed that along to you. And here we go. Left-handed Kenny Holtzman who spent a very brief time in the minor leagues, a young left-hander who was a very successful pitcher in the National League, but most people who watch him now say he is a better pitcher, is listening up to Ray Fossey. Colson, left-handed, will sidearm left-hand hitters, good fastball, not overpowering, not considered that much of a strikeout pitcher, and very good control, and he'll turn over his pitches, make them act somewhat like a screwball. Davy Lopes, Bill Buckner, and Jimmy Wynn will be the trio coming up to test him. So the infield for the A's, Joe Rudy at first, Dick Green at second, Camby Campaneris at short, and Sal Bando at third. Cordell Washington is in left, Billy North in center, and Reggie Jackson in right. The dimensions again, 330 down the line, 375 up the alleys, 400 to straightaway center, and a 10-foot warning track. A very tough ballpark in which to see, although with the sun's rays not a factor, perhaps that'll make it a little bit easier for the outfielders. One thing that all of the outfielders do not like to do here at this time of day is to turn your back on a fly ball. A big league outfielder normally can do that, turn his back, run, and turn back and pick it up. But if you turn your back on a fly ball in this ballpark, you might never find it. However, as we said, without the sun coming down, perhaps that complication has been removed. Ray Fossey goes halfway out to the mound for a last-minute holler or two to Kenny Holtzman. 
Meanwhile, in center field, Bill North is waiting for them to drop the backdrop down so he can get the ball game underway. Davy Lopes has had two hits in the series and two stolen bases. He did it in the same inning. You might win yourself a nice cold one with a bet as the last time an American leaguer stole two bases in one inning. Would you believe Babe Ruth? Well, we're still waiting for the backdrop before we get underway. For the Dodgers, they motored out from their hotel in San Francisco at 2.30. They had plenty of time to work out. Although, as we mentioned earlier, and as Jim mentioned in giving the lineup, there was a slight question in the Dodger camp as to whether Jimmy Wynn could play. Jimmy soaked his right hand in ice last night after the game and then alternated from hot whirlpool water and ice before the game. He disdained batting practice. He did not take outfield drill, but he is in the starting lineup. Although we have a hunch he'll be swinging one-handed. Now the backdrop is down, solid green, so the hitters can pick up the ball, and we're about ready. The sun's flashing on the bleachers in center and right center, but that's it. And Kenny Olsman's first pitch of game four is outside and high, ball one. Davy Lopes checking with Tommy Lasorda. Lopes with just a couple of hits in the series. Olsman back to him, whips a fastball over for a strike, and the count one and one. The lights here do not take any effect at all at this hour, 5.37 local time. So no doubt the hitters will have some trouble at the plate. Slow curve high and outside, ball two, two and one. The Dodgers started off the evening on a very happy note. First baseman Steve Garvey's lovely wife delivered a baby girl. The pitch to Lopes outside, ball three. That means... Five Dodger wives have delivered girls, five consecutive, Ferguson, Huff, John, Joshua, and now Darby's wife, Cindy. The latest arrival to the Dodger family, Krisha Lee, six pounds, 12 ounce, mom and dad and uh, daughter doing well. Fly ball to center field, Bill Norris is there, just waiting for it and puts it away. One down and Bill Buckner the batter. Buckner hitting 313. For most of this year, the Dodgers sat Buckner down against left-handers, and they played Tom Pishorek. However, Buckner, in about a five-week period, convinced everybody that he should just stay in the lineup, and so in it he is. So Buckner hitting in the number two spot, and Holtzman ready to go to work. Kenny comes to him, fastball, that gets the inside corner for a strike on one. The Dodgers got seven hits against Holtzman, but only one run. So they know it's in for a struggle. He walked but two, and a breaking ball is waved at and missed. Strike two. Buckner, very much of a fastball hitter. He hit a fastball into the seats last night. 0-2 to Bill. He had two hits against Holtzman in the game down at Dodger Stadium. The strike two pitch, he fouls the curveball off. Buckner, a good hitter, and he will keep the outfield busy. For instance, against Holtzman, he went with the pitch, single to left, slide to left, and then pulled and single to right. The outfield, if anything, straight away, and Bill North shading him just a dab towards right center. Fastball is hit down the left field line, and Cordell Washington on a dead run. Can't hold on to it. And Buckner is into second base as Bill Kunkel falls down and calling it a fair ball. An embarrassing moment for the American League umpire, but even more embarrassing for Claudel Washington. On a long run to the corner, he got his glove on the ball and dropped it. And Buckner is into second base, and we'll see how they rule it. 
Kunkel running down the foul line, slipped and fell on the seat of his pants, but at the same time was indicating fair ball all the way. And now they rule a wrong field double for Bill Buckner. So he just finished saying that he'll go the other way. He went three out of four times the other way against Holtzman in Los Angeles, and he doubles to left tonight. The batter is Jimmy Wynn, and he might be hitting one-handed for all we know. Holtzman at the bell, the look at Buckner, the pitch to win away with a fastball, ball one. Jimmy has two hits, one home run and an RBI. Hit the home run in Los Angeles. But as we mentioned, he hurt his right hand, being doubled off first base in the ninth inning last night. Holtzman, a look at Buckner, the left-handed back with a fastball down and away, ball two. Another pattern that has held up throughout the series, the way the Oakland pitchers have been pitching the Dodger hitters, they have basically kept the ball away. That's been a certain consistent factor about all of their pitchers. And since they're leading two games to one, it's apparently working. The next one is off speed for a strike, and the count two and one. So Bill Buckner is second. One out in the first inning, just the start of game number four. Holtzman, left foot in the rubber, looks down to Ray Fossey to get a sign. Can a check to Buckner, and comes back to his hitter. Change, fouled away off to the right, out of play. He turned it over, and Wynn had to reach across the plate to get a piece of it and go with it. Two and two. On deck, the brand-new father who just got word about the new arrival, Steve Garvey, when the Dodgers were taking batting practice. He got the word, although he knew his wife had gone to the hospital at 6 o'clock this morning. Buckner dancing off the bag and Holtzman off the rubber. Buckner will steal third, and he will try to steal third. Buckner, during the course of the regular season, stole 31 bases. Holtzman watching him, and he's trying to move the infield. Slow curve fouled off by Wynn. Right hand came off the bat early in the swing, and the count remains 2-2. Two and two. Ropes opened up the ball game with a fly ball to center. Buckner, a wrong field double. Washington got his glove on the ball, but dropped it in the corner. And Jimmy went up there in the count two and two. Holtzman at the belt. Another look at Buckner. He's coming down pretty far, and Holtzman watching him now to the hitter. And it's waved at and missed. Right three. Good off-speed pitch. Holtzman turning over the change and win way out in front of it. So two down, and here is Steve Garvey. So Garvey, who has been a big man for the Dodgers in the series, he has more hits than anybody else with five. Joe Rudy is four. Garvey is five for 13. That's a 385 average, although he does not have an RBI. And, of course, he was a muscle man for the Dodgers during the year. He had 21 home runs and 111 runs batted in. Holtzman works him way outside, ball one. Garvey had two base hits in the Holtzman game. One of them against Kenny, and it was the other way, single to right field. Holtzman started him off away, and the count one ball to no strike. Dick Green trying to bird dog Buckner a little bit, and the pitch to Garvey off speed and away, ball two. On deck, Joe Ferguson, who is playing right field. So Holtzman, pitching carefully, fell behind the leadoff man, Davey Lopes, and got him and was hurt when Washington made a fine effort but dropped the fly ball in the left field corner. Ed made a great pitch to strike out Wynn. Off speed, one on and foul tipped in the count two and one. 
Kenny Holtman, 6'2", 180-pounder. He'll be 29 in November. Left-hander set, another check of Buckner. Back with a breaking ball up and away. So he's behind the Garvey now, three and one. And Fossey, I think, gestured to him that he had opened up much too soon. He really had that right shoulder open, so the breaking ball never did break much. It stayed way up and outside. And Fossey, in a little quick pantomime, told him to tuck that shoulder back in. Three-one pitch is swung on and missed. Thank you. count is Steve Garvey with Bill Buckner at second. Two out in the first inning. No score. Game four of the World Series. Joe Ferguson waiting his turn on deck. Garvey now backed out for the moment, so time called. Little lattice work of sunlight and shadows out in center field. So it'll be Bill North and Jimmy Wynn battling a little bit of sun. The 3-2 pitch to Garvey. Curveball got it. Strikes out winning Garvey, Diddy Buckner is second, and at the end of half an inning, Dodgers nothing, Oakland coming up. You're out for a Sunday drive. The kids are singing in the backseat. Everything is bathed in buttery sunlight. Down the road, a tree blazing in fall beauty. And coming at you is a car in your lane. You tight-fight the little mailboxes, avoiding a serious accident. Everyone's safe. But your car looks like someone used a can opener on it. You call for the cavalry. The Kemper Cavalry. The Kemper Insurance Companies and the independent agents who represent Kemper will ride to your rescue with 24-hour claim service. We're fast, but more important, we're fair. We won't leave you out in the cold. Anyone can have an accident. And if it wasn't your fault, your rates won't go up. Call an independent agent near you. He's listed in the yellow pages. The Kemper Insurance Company. We're with you for the long ride. We go to the bottom of the first inning in the Oakland Coliseum. The Dodgers failed to score. We'll set them defensively. Andy Messer Smith, a 20-game winner on the mound. Behind the plate, Steve Yeager. An infield of Steve Garvey and Davey Loke, Bill Russell and Ron Say. And an outfield of Bill Buckner, Jimmy Wynn, and Joe Ferguson. For the A's, it'll be Bert Campanaris, followed by Bill North, and then Sal Bando. A visiting pitcher, if he has never pitched here in the Oakland Coliseum, has to battle one thing. When he stands on the mound and looks in towards home plate, there is a solid green backstop at eye level, 60-some-odd feet away from home plate. It makes home plate seem further away. And the first hit hits Campanaris. on the first pitch. And the batter will be Bill North. Sal Bando, you remember, was hit by Don Sutton late in Sutton's game. And now Campanera is in one. Joe Ferguson was hit in Los Angeles. So Bill North coming up. North, they can do a lot of things with him. He's a first ball hitter. He's a good punter. Switch hitter. They throw to first. Campanera is back. Messerschmitt has a very good move to first base. Maybe not quite as quick as Mike Marshall, but it's a very good one. Campanaris, of course, a brilliant base runner. He has to get back again. Usually when North bunts right-handed, he can either drag or push. Most of the time, as a left-hander, he drags. Let's see what he does this time. Day is in on the grass. Garvey holding Campanaris. And 
passes his heels to breaking ball low. One and oh, the count to Bill Norris. So the Dodgers got a fly ball double by Bill Buckner on a ball dropped by Claudel Washington after a long run. And now Campaneris opens up by being hit by the first pitch. Nessie Smith battling the rubber and backs off, while Norris looks down to Bobby Winkle. Norris is considered a much better hitter right-handed and more power. And Bill is double-checking the signs with Winkles, and now finally climbs back in. On deck, Sal Bando. Another throw, and back to the bag goes Campaneris. North so far in the series is one for ten. He picked up that base hit last night as a right-handed hitter. Messes Smith at the belt. Campaneris goes. It's swung on and missed. It's on a loop. They get him easily. You just don't run on Steve Yeager. If the pitcher does any kind of a job at all of holding the runner on, Yeager will throw you out. And so Campaneris is informed of that fact, and down he goes. We had mentioned earlier that in the National League, they feel that Yeager throws with Johnny Bench and throws with anybody. So Campaneris is thrown out, a nice tag by Davey Lope, and they count one ball and one strike to Bill Norris. Yeager with a sore left knee from a collision with Cal Bando, but he was rested last night. There's that drag punt, but it's a one-hopper to Lopes who throws him out. So he told you right-handed he will jump or drag, left-handed he only drags, then Lopes throws him out. So two down, and the batter, Sal Bando. Bando, a steady and probably the leader of the group, is looking for his first hit. He's 0 for 10. Strong right-hand batter. Mrs. Smith working out of a windup. Base is empty. Two down, no score, first inning. And he's fastball high, ball one. That's challenging Bando. That's pitching to his strength. He's basically a high ball hitter. One and oh. Messer Smith back to the plate. Fastball swung on and missed one and one. On deck, Reggie Jackson hitting in the cleanup spot. Beautiful evening. Boy, we have had magnificent weather for this first All-California Series. One-one pitch, fastball foul back, one and two. Andy's curveball has been a sometimes thing. When he doesn't have it, he doesn't strike people out. When he does, he picks them up. The one-two pitch on the way. Swung on and missed, strike three. And Bando goes down. He is 0 for 11 in the series. No runs, no hits, nobody left. And at the end of an inning, no score. Oh, Mexico, my love's a dream. There's a little town in western Pennsylvania called Oil City where they make peace of mind for car owners. Quaker State Motor Oil. They refine it from 100% pure Pennsylvania grade crude oil, the world's choices. Then they fortify it to protect your engine against heat and rust and dirt and wear. Quaker State. Who says you can't buy peace of mind? Quaker State, your car. You keep it running, yeah. You keep it running, yeah. One inning of game four in the book, no score. The Dodgers and A's. 
Rogers will have Joe Ferguson, followed by Ron Say, and then Bill Russell. Fergie had a miserable night last night with his family and friends watching, but it didn't faze him any. In fact, several of the writers in the local area pointed out that his good-natured attitude over an awful night. He takes a fastball for a strike. Fergie, charged with two errors last night, also had a fastball and struck out twice. Big right-hand batter. The strike one pitch outside. One and one. I think part of his good hitting is the fact that he is a sometimes catcher because he is one of the better guest hitters around. Holtzman comes back and changes and turns it over outside. Tommy Lasorda doing a little cheerleading in the third base coaching box. Jim Gilliam always on the quiet side, coaching at first. Holtzman misses low. So Fergie backs out. And it's three and one. The scoreboard is late on account. Three balls and one strike to Joe Ferguson. Holtzman's three-one pitch. The fastball over strike two. So Kenny Holtzman, the struck out win and Garvey, now goes three-two to Ferguson and has a one-hopper backhanded on a scrambling stop by Green to get it. Dick Green does not have great range at all. If there is a key to Green's performance, it is his knowledge of how to play the hitters. That's one reason why he's been standing in front of line drives lately and turning them into double plays. And that time, he was able to backhand the ball, stumbled and almost went down on both knees. Actually, his left knee did go down. And then he got up and got Ferguson. Ron Say drills one to center. North, however, fading back and makes the catch. North got a good jump on the line drive, and he was there waiting for it. So two down, and the batter will be Bill Russell. Neither team wearing out the other. The Dodgers came in with 24 hits in three games, and the A's came in with 17. Darby, the top man, with five for the Dodgers, and Rudy, along with Campaneras, four apiece for the A's. No score, two out, and here is Russell. Fastball low to Bill, ball one. Joe Rudy playing first. In the last minute split, Gene Tennis sits down and Claudel Washington in left field. Russell after a pitch down and away and comes up empty in the count one and one. So Rudy and Green, Campanaris and Bando, Washington North and Jackson in the outfield. Ray Fossey behind the plate. Kenny Holtzman comes back one one. Fastball hit to the left of Campanaris. He moves over, throws him out, and the Dodgers are gone. One, two, three. The end of an inning and a half. No score. Hello, I'm the Cricket Lighter by Gillette. When you want a disposable lighter, ask for Cricket, and I'll sing you my song. Cricket Lighter is really quite a lie. It'll last for months and still burn bright with thousands of sure firelights and a flame that adjusts to different heights. Gee, maybe someday my name will be in the lights. Catch a Cricket for $1.49 by Gillette. Looking for a better way to shave? Use hot lather instead of cold. You can get it from the new Gillette Hot Shave System, an appliance that heats all leading brands of aerosol shave cream. In just a minute, you can get steamy hot lather that softens whiskers better so your razor works better. For a great shave, for a great gift, get the new Gillette Hot Shave System. Gift packed with track to razor and foamy lather. It's a better way to shave. Bottom of the second inning, no score. 
And the A's now will send up some big boys, Reggie Jackson and Joe Rudy, followed by Claudel Washington. Jackson is feeling much better and running much better after getting a cortisone shot in Los Angeles. In fact, Reggie said he's had about nine hamstring pulls in his career, and it's the first time he ever had a cortisone shot, and it's the first time he has ever come back this quickly. So the likable right fielder will start it off, left-hand batter, and Messer Smith waiting for him. Jackson in the series is three for nine. Messer Smith into the windup. Andy deals, change, swung on and missed, going one. Jackson hit a high slider that didn't have much on it. It was up and stayed on the outside part of the plate, and he hit it into the left field bleachers in Dodger Stadium. And as Messerschmitt said, I will not throw him another sloppy slider. Strike one pitch on the way. On the hand, rolled up along first. Garvey tries to head it off, but it's foul. He was trying to get to the ball before it veered foul, but he couldn't do it. So Jackson will come back and try it again in the count 0-2. Bottom of the second, no score. The Dodgers had a one-out double by Buckner. They left him at second base. Campanaris was hit by Messerschmitt's first pitch, was promptly thrown out trying to steal. So we're in the bottom of the second. Jackson, low fastball hitter. I guess if you could generalize, you could make a statement about left-hand hitters and right-hand hitters, it probably would stay. A breaking ball low, one and two. Most left-hand hitters are low-ball hitters, and most right-hand hitters are high-ball hitters. One and two, the counter, Reggie. Garvey deep and guarding the line. The infield playing him to pull. They're deep and around to first. And he back with a pitch it off the end of the bat foul and off to the left. One and two. Messer Smith with a fastball, curveball, sometimes a slider, and a marvelous changeup. What makes his changeup so effective, it has good rotation. It looks just like a fastball, but as the players say, it's about a foot and a half short. There's a drive, slicing the left center, win on the run, backhands it, and almost lost the ball. Jimmy Wynn making a good play as that ball began to sink, and he looked like he flinched for a moment, and then picked it up and stayed with it. So Reggie Jackson lines out to center fielder Jimmy Wynn. One down, and the batter, Joe Rudy. Rudy, probably as tough an out as the A's have, so it is no surprise that he's hitting 333 with four hits and three RBIs. You have to be very careful with Joe. He's another one of those hitters who does not like to hang around. He's a first ball hitter. He probably rams it, and it's backhanded by Lope. Throws in the dirt, dug out by Garvey. So two good plays, Lopes to backhand, and then Garvey to dig it out. And two down in the second inning, and Claudel Washington coming up. Claudel Washington has been finishing up. The ballplayers would call him a caddy for Reggie Jackson. Left-hand batter and one for one. Messer Smith into the windup and deals. On the hand, foul back. Yeager in pursuit comes to the base of the screen, but it's on the other side in the crowd. And the count 0-1. As far as the crowd is concerned, it looks about the same as last night. 
Last night, 49,347. Two down, bottom of the second, no score. A very warm evening in Oakland. Messer Smith comes back, low one, a change high, one and one. Messer Smith comes back to the plate, one one, a change swung on and missed, one and two. Dinkinger, Olsen, Luciano, and Gorman are the umpires. Tunkel on the left field line, Harvey on the right field line. One and two to Claudel Washington. Messer Smith ready over the top. A breaking ball hit wide at third. Into the hole is Russell. A bad throw. All the way to the top roller. But Washington was going straight down the line and never made a turn. It might go as a hit because Russell was deep in the hole. Washington, a left-hand batter who runs very well. And it's going to be a rule to base hit. That's good scoring. So an infield single with two down and the batter Ray Fossey. One other thing to complicate matters for Russell, as he tried to set himself to throw, his back foot, his right foot skidded, and that's why he threw so high. There is Ray Fossey, right-hand batter. Messer Smith ready and deals, fastball in on the hands, ball one. Fossey, going almost all the way behind the plate, is 0 for 9. Larry Haney finished up one game. 1-0 to Ray Fossey. Claudel Washington off the bag, held on by Garvey. The throw to tie him up. On deck, Dick Green. Each side with one hit. Messer Smith comes back to the hitter, and he's up with a breaking ball. Not much of a curve yet, and they count 2-0. Fossey has a look at Winkles to see if they'll allow him to swing. Claudel Washington off the bag at first. Messer Smith's change is hit foul outside of third and down the line. So Andy Gamble 2-0 and, oh, and Fossey pull the change hard but foul. 2-1. Blessed are the peacemakers and of course I'm sure you're aware that Fossey was injured and operated on trying to break up a fight in the A's clubhouse. So it slowed him up quite a bit. He's well again. A throw to first. Washington back to the bag. The whole key for the Dodgers and for any ball club is for the pitcher to hold the speedsters on. The 2-1 pitch. Messer Smith delivers, fast one, swung on and missed. Fossey pulling it through with the left hand. His right hand came off the bat almost at the beginning of the swing. Two and two. Ray back up to the plate, right hand hitter. No runs, one hit for each side. Two and two. Messer Smith will look at Washington. He doesn't go, and the fastball is swung on and missed, and that'll do it. No runs ahead, a man left, and at the end of two, no score. Just when you need it more than ever, you can find it more places than ever. That's Quaker State Motor Oil. Why do you need it more? Because if you're using your car less, that engine just isn't getting the exercise it needs. But Quaker State's quality protection is tailor-made to handle deposits that build up in an underworked engine. Now that you need it more, it's available more places. Nice to know. This is Frank Blair on behalf of over 4,700 True Value Hardware stores. When you shop True Value Hardware stores, you can be assured of getting the best of two worlds. Brand name selection 
at money-saving prices and the personal service you would expect from a neighborhood merchant because your true value hardware dealer is precisely that, a hometown merchant who is a member of the nation's largest hardware-buying network. Shop at your local True Value hardware store. True Value, not just a name, it's a way of doing business. We pause 35 seconds for station identification. Isaac Hayes and Pam Greer, the perfect match to set the screen on fire. Put them together and watch the sparks fly when Chuck Turner meets Foxy Brown. When they get it on, the action takes off. Chuck Turner and Foxy Brown together on one big show. Rated R, under 17, not admitted without parents. Because the World Series is brought to you in part by American International Pictures, who brings you Truck Turner and Foxy Brown, now playing at a showcase theater right near you, WNBC New York. To the third inning in the Oakland Coliseum, no score. Kenny Holtzman and Andy Messersmith. The Dodgers setting up Steve Yeager, followed by Messersmith and then Davey Lopes. Left-hander Holtzman deals high, ball one. Dodgers with one hit, a fly ball double by Bill Buckner. The A's with one hit, an infield single by Claude L. Washington. The hardest hit ball of the game and out. A fly ball into deep left field. Washington going back and watching his hit the wall. Plays the carom perfectly. Yeager into second base head first with a double. So Steve Yeager, who wears glasses, still went head first into the bag right underneath Dick Green as he hit the left center field wall for a double. And with nobody out, the batter will be Andy Messersmith. Prior to that shot, the hardest hit ball in the game was the line drive by Reggie Jackson. That was hand I'm so darn smart, I went right Well, I was looking for a call. Nobody out in the third inning. The A's pull up the corners. They're looking for a bunt. Holtzman deals, and Andy takes outside. Ball one. The A's, like just about every ball club, maneuver their infield around a little bit on a bunt situation. Basically, you really get fancy when you have a daring base runner. Then you have a play. The 1-0 pitch, Messersmith gets the bunt down. It's a good one. He makes Bando field it, and Sal throws him out with Dick Green covering. So Messersmith gets the bunt down, gets Yeager to third, and with one out, it'll be the leadoff man, Davey Lopes. Both the A's and the Dodgers have basically the same one play. It is interesting with a runner at second, and it's effective if you have a daring base runner. What you try to do is lull him and fool him so that on the first pitch, which is not bunted, the second baseman covers first, and the shortstop runs to cover third. And this might happen a couple of times, and the runner starts thinking, oh, well, then I'll just run to third with the shortstop. Here's Lopes. Swings doesn't get it. On one. However, just when you get that runner thinking you can run to third with the shortstop, that's just when the second baseman fakes going to first and comes back. But they weren't going to use it on somebody like Yeager who didn't figure to take that kind of a lead. Lopes takes low in the count one and one. Davy trying to fight a natural tendency to be an overswinger. Trying right now just to meet the ball. The infield up on the right side, halfway on the left. Yeager third, one out in the third, no score. Holtzman's fast one, chased and missed. Looks like even after a bad ball. And the count one and two. Lopes, as we said, is the kind of hitter who almost makes up his mind to swing before the pitch. Davy, a former outfielder, converted to play second base. One and two, a runner at third. No score, one away in the third. 
Oseman ready and delivers, and it's low. He turns it over, down and away, and Dark starts to come out of the dugout. Turns and goes back in. Two and two to count. Dinkinger, with his hand on his hips, just looks over at the A's manager. Two balls and two strikes. Here comes the pitch by Holtzman. He's taking advantage of an over-swinger and spikes him out. And the batter is Bill Buckner. So for Holtzman, he struck out winning Garvey in the first inning, now Lopes here in the third. And with two down, Buckner coming up. Buckner had the five-ball double to left. They leave Bando in on the grass. Everybody else starts to go back. But Rudy now stays up near the bag at first. Buckner will bunt occasionally. The pitch to him is to foul off third base, feeling out of play. Bando over to take a look, but that's all. 0-1. Ray Fossey out to the mound to talk to Kenny Holtzman. And, of course, the big out in the inning is striking out Lopes. No balls, one strike to Bill Buckner. Jimmy Wynn on deck. No runs, two hits for the Dodgers. No runs, one hit for the A's. The next one to Buck is low, and the count one ball, one strike. Kenny Holtzman, a 19-game winner against Andy Messersmith, a 20-game winner. Outfield playing Buckner straight away. Holtzman comes back 1-1, and it's low, ball two. Swim one. Buckner backs out, has a look at Yeager. He's a quiet runner. The catcher just walking down the line. Holtzman checking signs. Now to the windup. The 2 1 pitch. You might be interested about Holtzman pitching out of a stretch to Lopes and a windup to Buckner. He was thinking about a squeeze, but the Dodgers rarely squeeze, and Lopes is not a good body. So he's gone back to a windup now with Buckner, three and one. Boy, it's tough to get a fastball high and tight like that this time of the night. Three-one pitch is full foul outside of first and down the line in the count three and two. So the Dodgers had a one-out double by Buckner and they left him. And then they have Yeager open up the third with a double and they're in danger of leaving him. No score, third inning, two outs. Holtzman, who averages about three earned runs a game. Buckner backs out. Now comes back up again. Three and two. Holtzman out of a windup. The left-handed deal. There's the drag by and it's fielded by Holtzman again. But it was a good try by Buckner. He just didn't bring it enough to first base. And Holtzman was able to get off the mound and get him. No runs, one hit. The Dodgers leave Yeager at third. And at the end of two and a half innings, no score. I'm so darn smart. I went to Chrysler. Well, I was looking for a car. A kind of special car. I'm so darn smart. A car to count on for the driving that I do. A car that has a value. A car that has a style. 
on Carla Stokes' last chair to last a long, long while. A new exciting car. The Chrysler Corporation gave me heart. Cause it's built with lots of care. Engineered to get you there. And you know what? I'm so darn smart. Doing very well, thank you. He has a walk, a double, and a home run now in the World Series. 
and for the Dodgers, an ominous beginning, because as we mentioned in the opening remarks, in each of the playoff games and in each of the World Series games involving the Dodgers, the team scoring first has won. And the A's are on the board, one to nothing. So here is Bert Cambaneris, hit by a pitch, by Mrs. Smith's first pitch. And he delivers a pot in the air in foul ground. Garvey, Messer Smith, and it's Messer Smith. Andy breaking off the mound and fielding it in foul territory. Two down. That'll bring up Bill North, which hitting center fielder. So Andy Messer Smith, like Catfish Hunter, a control pitcher who consequently serves up home runs. Catfish had given up 25 home runs going into last night's game. And of course, he was touched up for the one by Buckner. Messer Smith had allowed 24 home runs going into the first game, and he gave up one to Reggie Jackson. And now he gives one up to Kenny Holtzman. So Andy, who has been plagued by the home run ball, is bitten by it again. And the A's lead 1-0 in the third. The pitch to Bill North in on the hands, ball one. One run, two hits for Oakland. No runs, two hits for the Dodgers. Messer Smith comes back in the 1-0 pitch. The ground ball to Davey Lopes. Easy play. Davey throws him out, but the damage is done. The home run by the opposing pitcher, Kenny Holtzman. And at the end of three, Oakland won, and the Dodgers nothing. 11 p.m. A neat little row of houses sleep under the cover of quiet moonlight. A perfect rhythm of picket fences runs down the street. A finger of light traces the window of an unsuspecting bungalow. Up slides the window. Minutes later, two shadows make off for the treasures it took you years to collect. You walk in just after midnight. You call the cavalry. The Kemper Cavalry. Whether you own your own home or rent, the Kemper Insurance Companies and the independent agents who represent us will ride to your rescue. Fire, theft, or property damage, they'll be there. With professional 24-hour claims service, you'll find it's not only fast, it's fair. An independent agent near you is listed in the yellow pages under Kemper Insurance. The Kemper Insurance Companies. We're with you for the long ride. Three innings in of this fourth game of the 1974 World Series. And the Dodgers, who had Buckner double in the first inning and Yeager double and get the third in the third inning, find out it's the A's who get aboard. And from a rather unexpected quarter, a home run by starting pitcher Kenny Holtzman. So the Dodgers down one to nothing. And it'll be Jimmy Wynn, Steve Garvey, and Joe Ferguson. We mentioned earlier, when playing with a bad right hand, Holtzman ready to go to work to him and the pitch to Jim. Fastball, a comebacker off Holtzman's glove, on the grass, picked up by Green, and throws him out. So Jimmy Wynn is out, 1-4-3, with Holtzman getting an assist, he was able to slow it down. And the batter is Steve Garvey. Garvey struck out in the first inning. Nothing will dampen his spirits today, including a World Series defeat or striking out four times. He's a brand-new father for the first time. Holtzman ready in the pitch to Steve. Down and away, ball one. 
Want to know to Garvey, Joe Ferguson, who forgot his helmet, has to go back into the dugout to get a hard hat. The 1-0 pitch is low and inside, ball two, 2-0. Two Holtzman looks down the barrel, getting a sign from Ray Fossey. Now the 2-0 fastball, he's late and grounds it into right field. So a good pitch by Holtzman really tied up Garvey. He was very late and he got a break. He singled into right field. Joe Rudy diving at the ball but couldn't come up with it. And that's the case of a big league pitcher making a very good pitch and of a big league hitter being tied up but strong enough to muscle his way to a hit. And Garvey can certainly do that. So the Dodgers with three hits, but the A's one to nothing lead. And here is Joe Ferguson. Garvey off the bag, held on by Rudy. And Holtzman delivers low, ball one. One run, two hits for the A's. No runs, three hits for the Dodgers. The A's more or less gentled you to death, at least so far in the series. Outside of the home run by Jackson and the home run tonight by Holtzman. Here's the 1-0 pitch to Joe Ferguson. Fastball away, ball two. 2-0. So Fergie has a look now at third base coach Tommy Lasorda. And we'll see if the Dodgers have a play in the works with Garvey off the bag. Holtzman ready and comes to the plate and low, ball three. Of all the Dodger hitters, Ferguson is given the green light to swing 3-0 more than any of the others. Of course, they're down one nothing. We'll see what he does 3-0 here. Ron Say on deck. And he gets a strike, 3-1. Fergie grounded out in the second inning to Dick Green. Oh, he has another look at Lasorda. 3-1 to count. Holtzman ready, comes back to the plate high, ball four. So the Dodgers have two doubles, a single and a walk, but they're not on the scoreboard. With one swing of the bat by Kenny Holtzman, the A's are leading one to nothing. And the batter is Ron Say. Holtzman normally fine control. He'll average two walks a game. Here is Say. Say hit the ball hard in the second inning, lined out, hitting it straight at Bill North in center field. Holtzman delivers, and he's way out in front of an off-speed pitch. 0-1. Lasorda doing a little cheerleading and telling Say to wait for the ball up and to more than anything else wait on it, which is ungrammatical but nevertheless fits the situation. The strike one pitch is fouled away, and Say now immediately in a hole, 0-2. Steve Garvey at second, Joe Ferguson at first. Holtzman had an interesting quote in the paper today about the Dodgers. Said that they are the toughest team that they have faced. Meaning, of course, Cincinnati and the Mets in the previous World Series. Strike two, curve is strike three, call. Oh, did he break one on? Say stays at the plate for a brief chat with Dinkinger, and down he goes. So Ron Say is having a tough series. He is one for 12. It's the third time he has struck out. And with two down, here is Bill Russell. So for Holtzman, he has reached his average. If you've checked him through the year, well, he'd average about four strikeouts a game, and that's where he is. Russell takes low, ball one. So a big breaking ball, and Say caught looking to strike out. 
One ball and no strikes to Russell. Bill with three hits. Checks up on a breaking ball. Low ball two, two and oh. John Blue Moon Odom begins to warm up down in the A's bullpen. And I think the A's move Rudy back a couple of steps. He was starting to move up too much at first base. 2-0, the count to Russell. Holtzman ready and deals. Fastball fouled away. Down the right field line and back into the crowd. And the count, 2-1. and one. For Bill Russell, he had one hit last night. He had a single in by the Blues game. And he had a base hit against Holtzman. So his three hits, he's had one in each of the World Series games. Now the 2-1 pitch. High. Dropped by Fossey, but the runners have to hold. It was a belated drop. Ray seemed to catch it and turn and then lose the ball. There was no chance for Garvey to even see. So he's standing at second and Ferguson at first. Holtzman is fighting his control a little bit, even though he has walked only one. He has had several three-ball counts. And he is not a finisher. In all of his World Series games, he's gone about five innings. 3-1 fastball is hit to right center field. Racing over is Jackson, but it goes through. North can't pick it up. In comes Garvey. Here comes Ferguson. And all the way to third is Russell. They'll hold him. And the Dodgers lead 2-1. Bill Russell drives one just inches away from Reggie Jackson. And you have to believe that Jackson on sound legs would have caught it, but he couldn't, nor could Bill North. And then it rolled to the wall. They had trouble getting it back in, and Russell took the extra base. And the Dodgers lead 2-1 to one in the fourth, and with two down, Russell continues to get at least one hit in the series. For Bill, he picks up his first two RBIs and his first extra base hit. So Russell triples home, too, and time called. Bando, I think, was coming in to holler something to Holtzman. Now Ray Fossey out to the mound to talk to Holtzman. The A's had trouble deep up against the right center field wall on that ball, but there has not been an error flash, and we'll just assume it's a triple unless we hear otherwise. And now here's Yeager. The pitch, breaking ball, roll foul, outside of third and down the line, 0-1. So Bill Russell triples up the alley to put the Dodgers in front, 2-1, and with two out, Yeager trying to pick him up. The strike one pitch to Steve. Breaking ball, popped up around the plate, Fossey turning and comes back after it now and makes the catch. But the damage is done. The Dodgers get two runs, two hits, leave a man at third, and at the end of three and a half innings, the Dodgers two, and the A's one. Hello, this is Shelley Winters. Now listen, every woman likes a bargain, and there's an extra plus value in all women's and children's apparel that carry the label of the International Ladies Garment Workers Union. The ILGWU label assures you that the garments you buy were made in American factories under fair American standards. Insist on the ILGWU label in all women's and children's clothes that you buy. It's good for you, and it's good for America. We're going to take a lot of trips this season. To stores. To school. Out to the swimming pool. To the dentist. To the market. We will take our car and park Short trips never give your car a chance to warm up and eliminate engine-damaging deposits. 
short trips call for Quaker State Motor Oil. It gives quality protection against these harmful deposits. And now when we need it more than ever, you can find it more places than ever. We go to the bottom of the fourth inning, and for the first time, somebody comes from behind. We were telling you that the team to score first in the series has gone on to win. The A's scored in the third, but now the Dodgers come back with two to take a two-to-one lead. Andy Messer Smith about ready, and he'll get the heart of the A's lineup. That means Sal Pando, Reggie Jackson, and Joe Rudy. So the big three check in now, and Messer Smith staked to a two-to-one lead. On a single by Garvey and a walk to Ferguson, and a two-out triple by Bill Russell, when Jackson and North had trouble with it. Here is Bando. Messer Smith over the top with a breaking ball, and he missed inside. Bando struck out in the first inning. Bando is 0 for 11 in the series. Eddie comes back to him, and he's down and away. Ball players have an expression for striking out. They call it being punched out. And Bando, quote, has been punched out three times by Messersmith. The pitch inside. He got him twice in Los Angeles. That's a hungry hitter standing at home plate by the name of Sal Bando. And he has a look at Bobby Winkles on a 3-0 count to see if they have the cuffs on or not. Reggie Jackson waiting his turn on deck. Messersmith comes to the plate and the fastball is low. So given a one-run lead, he proceeds to walk the leadoff man in the fourth inning. And now some thunder coming up in Reggie Jackson. Reggie ripped the ball in the second inning. He had a sinking line drive, just started a slice towards left center. Jimmy Wynn made a good play to stay with it. So Jackson is 0 for 1. Reggie, as he checks in, is 3 for 10. Garvey, with Jackson's pulling power, is not holding Bando. He's back of the bag, and Jackson fouls it off. 0 1. On deck, Joe Rudy. Bottom of the fourth inning. The Dodgers, two runs, four hits. They have two doubles and a triple. And the A's, one run, two hits. And one of their two hits, a home run. And time called. Jackson backs out for a moment. 0-1 to Reggie. Mando is short lead at first. Messer Smith, right foot on the rubber, reading Yeager. Andy Reddy comes to the hitter, and the fastball is low. 1-1. One Big ad in the papers here. Reggie's 1973 car is for sale. They have it described in the newspaper. Quite a car. 1-1 one, one pitch, swung on and missed one and two. It is green and gold. The seats have a big A on each seat for the A's. It has the World Series emblem on the car. And there's only 100 miles on it. I don't think he had the nerve to drive it after sounding the description. The 1-2 pitch, fastball, he's late and hits it foul down the left field line in the seats. We told you Garvey was very late on a good fastball by Holtzman, but single to right field. That was a good pitch by Messersmith, and Jackson hit it late and pretty far. One and two. Bando off the bag, two to one Dodgers, fourth inning, nobody out, and Messersmith ready. One-two pitch over the top, and it's beaten foul into the dirt. 
And he would appear to have good stuff, perhaps the same stuff as he had in Los Angeles. Of course, Jackson and the A's beat him, although the Dodger defense twice now has undermined pretty good pitching efforts. One-two pitch is high, dropped by Yeager, Bando holding it first, and the count two and two. certainly not a base-stealing threat. He stole two, and he was caught three, and they were probably all busted hit-and-run plays. 2-2 two -two pitch is a change. Swung on and missed strike three. So Reggie Jackson strikes out. That'll be three strikeouts for Andy Messersmith. And with one out, here is Joe Rudy. The A's play hit-and-run with Rudy. Contact. So Joe had a quick look at Bobby Winkles to see if Dark might have put a play on. Garvey off the bag. Rudy taking his time before he climbs in. Although he plays for Oakland, he wears a 49er football t-shirt underneath that baseball uniform. And he deals fastball. Little looper right at Garvey. Backed over to Garvey. In time, double play. Thought he had to play beaten. He tried to get back, and Lopes got him. So a double play, four or three, and the A's are gone in the fourth at the end of four. Dodgers two, Oakland one. If you use ordinary batteries in your camera and they quit too soon to suit you, come, come to the top. If you use your radio almost all the time, but you don't want to be buying batteries all the time, come to the top of the EverReady line. Come to the EverReady Alkaline Power Cell, our best, longest-lasting power source. No ordinary battery ever made works so hard, so long. Repeat, no ordinary battery ever made works so hard, so long as the EverReady Alkaline Power Cell. And get a $1 refund on specially marked packages of EverReady Alkaline Power Cells. Details at participating EverReady dealers. Come to the top. Come to the EverReady Alkaline Power Cells. We pause 35 seconds for station identification. Isaac Hayes and Pam Greer, the perfect match that set the screen on fire. Put them together and watch the sparks fly when Chuck Turner meets Foxy Brown. When they get it on, the action takes off. Chuck Turner and Foxy Brown together on one big show. Rated R, under 17, not admitted without parents. Cousins, the World Series is brought to you in part by American International Pictures. It brings you Chuck Turner, Foxy Brown, now playing at Showcase Theater right near you. WNBC, New York. Leading off the fifth inning, swings at a fastball for a strike, and then Holzman comes back with a breaking ball to quickly jump it 0-2. And he's again with a breaking ball on the corner, strike three call. So Andy Messersmith barely got up to the plate when he turned around and walked back. One down, and Davey Lopes the batter. That will be five strikeouts for Kenny Holzman. Messersmith has three. Davey Lopes flied to center and struck out. 
The Dodgers, even though they are leading 2-1, to one, have left three men in scoring position. Lopes hits the ball foul back of the plate, 0-1. They left Buckner, who doubled with one out in the first inning. They left Yeager, who doubled leading off the third. And then they left Russell, who tripled with two out in the fourth. Postman strike one pitch, slow and over, strike two. Kenny has pitched a marvelous game, especially with a runner in scoring position. He struck out Wynn with Buckner at second. He struck out Lopes with Yeager at third. Pitch foul to the plate, so it's still 0-2. Kenny Holtzman and Ray Fossey, the battery for the A's. Joe Rudy and Dick Green, Burt Campaneris, and Sal Bando. In the outfield, Claudel Washington in left. Billy North in center, Reggie Jackson in right. And Gino Tennis on the wood in the dugout. 0-2 to Davey. Holtzman working from the third base side of the rubber. Ken ready in the strike two pitch. Fastball low. Ball one. One and two. Don Denkinger working his first World Series, cleaning off home plate. Bill Buckner on deck. A magnificent evening. Some of the clouds turning pink now at sunset time overhead. And the pitch is low to Lopes. Ball two. Two and two. It is a hot summer's night. This late in October. And, of course, that's good news for everybody involved. Two and two to Davey. One away in the fifth inning. Dodgers two, Oakland one. Holtzman into the windup, and the 2-2 serves. A high chopper over the mound, down to Campaneris. He has to get rid of it in a hurry and does it all well. Good play by Burt. Two down. Bill Buckner coming up. Buckner had the wrong field double. Lifting a high fly ball down into the left field corner that was dropped by Claudel Washington after a long run. And then in the third inning, with two out and Jaeger at third, he went three and two with Holtzman and tried to drag for a base hit. But instead, he bunted back to the pitcher and Kenny threw him out. The pitch to Buckner. He swings, golfs it foul outside of first in the count 0 and 1. Buckner waiting. Holtzman looks down to Reed Fossey. The left-hander's next one is popped up on the right side, and Rudy allows Dick Green to go back of him, and Greeny inside the foul line makes the catch, and the Dodgers are gone quickly in the top of the fifth. And the score at the end of four and a half innings, Dodgers two, Oakland one. Who makes it family car less as we use our gas-saving small car more. Now, an underused car doesn't always get enough exercise to eliminate harmful engine deposits, so it needs quality protection, like Quaker State Motor Oil, made to protect against harmful deposits. Quaker State is now available more places than ever. It's one good thing we don't have to give up. Quaker State, your car, you keep it right, yeah. 
Well, we've got four and a half innings in the books. The Dodgers two runs, four hits, and no errors. They have left three. Oakland one run, two hits, and no errors. They have left but one. There's been a home run by Kenny Holtzman. There have been doubles by Buckner and Yeager. And a two-run producing triple by Bill Russell. So we go to the bottom of the fifth inning. Dodgers two, Oakland one. And for more play-by-play, -play, here's Jim Simpson. Thank you, Ben. Right on Washington leads off the last of the fifth inning. He beat out an infield hit to Bill Russell back in the second inning. But L, a late replacement for Gene Tennis out in left field. And as we reported to you, when we found out why Rudy had gone from left to first base and Claudel had gone out to left field, called the bench, Alvin Dark's answer was, Tennis is not in the lineup tonight. And that's as far as we've been able to get. We do know that Tennis did throw his helmet last night when removed for a pinch runner. Messerschmitt to work to the left-handed Washington who swings and misses with a high chain. But we also know, of course, that Washington does swing from the left side. And it might be the manager, Alvin Dark, or his owner, Charles O'Finley, wanted another left-handed swinger in there. Little line drive over the head of Russell, and Washington is two for two. They hit the left center. That's the third hit of Andy Messerschmitt, who leads for the ballgame 2-1 to one, and brings up Fossey who is 0 for 10 in the series, and in the second inning, struck out swinging at a good Messerschmitt fastball. Our score, 2-1, to one, last of the fifth. The first three games have gone 3-2. Oakland won the first and third, the Dodgers the second. Andy Messerschmitt with that good move. Washington has some speed, but not a real threat to go. High and tight, backing Fossey out of there, and it's ball one. Walking out on deck is Dick Green. Washington with a very short lead off first base being held on by Garvey. Messerschmitt Smith comes to the plate and there's another line drive. This one's off the end between them. Washington on his way around second base. Ball is picked up by Wynn who hustles in with it and then throws underhand to Russell as Washington stops at second. And Fossey has his first hit of the series. Dying run down at second base. Go ahead, run on at first with none out in a two-to-one ball game. And Dick Green do up. Green can handle the bat at the plate. And let's see whether or not he's up there to move them over. Walter Austin's going to walk out and have a conversation with Andy Messerschmitt. Thus far, nobody has gotten up at the Dodger bullpen for a moment. Blue Moon Odom was out on throwing for the A's. And now there's some stirring down in the Dodger bullpen. And Jim Brewer, who was up and throwing last night, is up and throwing again. Brewer got into pitch to one batter last night. Yeager is on the mound along with Walter Austin, Andy Messerschmitt, Dick Green walking around. Bobby Winkles walked all the way down to second base to see if he works as base runner down there. Claudel Washington, the Frisbee, thrown from the stands and lands behind first place. And so that becomes the duty of Andy Olson to pick that up. And now Don Denkinger of the American League says, that's enough, fellas, and walks out to the mound to get him to break it up. Zahn has also gotten out and started to throw. Jeff Zahn, like Brewer, a left-handed pitcher. Washington led off with a single, moved to second on Fossey's single in the last of the fifth. And now, Messerschmitt looks around to his shortstop, Bill Russell nods to him, and Dick Green steps in. Ron Say in on the grass to 
third base. And of course, Garvey does not have to hold Fossey on at first, but Washington down at second. Green stands in, squares around the bunt, bumps up the first base line. Garvey lets it go foul. Good bunt, Garvey, I don't believe, could have made a play to third base, and so wisely let it go foul with the runner still in front of it. Strike one to Dick Green, who bounced to Russell at shortstop, his only other time up. Green has been up nine times in the series without a base hit. The last night, of course, he initiated three double plays. Now Green leans on his bat and stares down to Bobby Winkle, the former coach at Arizona State, the former manager of the California Angels. Now the third base coach. Green with a signal steps in. Messer Smith into the stretch. The strike one pitch. He squares around again about Garvey comes off the back, has to go to first base as the runners move up. Sacrifice not complete. Garvey tossing off the lope to get green. And that'll bring up pitcher Ken Holzman, who got a high misses the fastball and drilled it over the left field wall for the only run thus far of the A. Now Holzman can handle that also. The infield comes in. The bounding ball could help Holzman if it finds one of the big gaping holes now that the infield has been drawn in. Dodgers two, A's one, with the last of the fifth with one out. Messersmith throws a fastball at the knees at the strike. Holtzman, who appeared to be taking all the way, now he looks down to Winkle. Washington, a short lead off third. Fossey, short lead off second. Messersmith back throws a breaking ball and misses outside. And it's one and one. Looks like a slider that stayed outside. One ball, one strike. They Ken Holtzman. Brewer and Zahn continue to heat up in the bullpen for the Dodgers. Here's strangeness when you consider Holtzman pitching a fine game, of course. He already has a home run, but remember, he didn't bat in 1974 because he's a designated hitter. Here he up in a big spot, swings and foul tips the ball at the plate. And it's two strikes to Ken Holtzman. One ball, two strikes with Campy Campaneris on deck. Series games thus far have been low-scoring affairs. Five runs in each of them. Three to two in each of them. And this one's only have three runs through the first four and a half innings. A sign of good pitching. Messersmith ready again. Darby continues to look for the possible bunt. The pitch just missed inside. It's two balls, two strikes. A little low. Darby in on the grass at first base just in case of a two-strike count. Holtzman will try to lay one down. He can handle the bat as good as any pitcher around. Two-two the count. High. And he's gone to a three-two count on the pitcher Ken Holtzman. The scoreboard in the left field Area flashes do it to Holtzman, who steps out. 
Ken glanced down to Bobby Winkles, but did not step out looking for a sign. Well, he just stepped out. Messer Smith ready and throws and strikes him out swinging. Fastball in the letters, and that is strikeout number four for Messer Smith. And more importantly, it's the second out with Washington at third and Fossey at second. And Campanaris comes up. Campy tonight was hit by the first pitch of the ball game by Messer Smith and then tried to bunt in a third inning on the first pitch and popped it up foul to Messer Smith who took it in foul territory. So he's seen two pitches, been hit, and has popped out. He is four for 12 in the series and has had a couple of good sacrifice bunts, including a squeeze that squeezed on Ken Holtzman in the first game of the series. Messer Smith now going to his full windup with one out and his fastball is up high and it's one ball, no strikes. He'll concentrate solely on Campy Campanaris. This out, and he's out of the inning, and maintains the 2-1 lead. Back again, missing again high. It's 2-0. Zahn and Brewer have slowed their warm-ups in the Dodger bullpen somewhat. Brewer is simply looking into what's going on. Two balls, no strikes to Campanaris. Billy North is the on-deck batter. Let's see if Campy's swinging in 2-0. He is and missing. Two balls, one strike. North has only had one base hit in 12 trips. As a matter of fact, when he got his first base hit of this series, he said, at least now I'm one for something in World Series play. A 2-1 pitch from Messer Smith is grounded foul, and Winkles one-hands it in the third-base coaching box, tosses it to Say, who keeps it in play. Two and two to Campanaris. Campanaris has two RBIs in the series. Two balls, two strikes, two out, two to one the score. The Dodgers were in the last of the fifth. Messer Smith from the windup throws and it misses outside. And now we have three and two with two out. alive here at the Oakland Coliseum, both Austin and Darker on the top steps of their respective dugouts. Messersmith back and throws and the ball is in high to left field. Over is Buckner, waving off, win and grabs it about 10 feet in front of the warning track. So Messersmith and the Dodgers get out of it. No arms, two hits, no errors, and men left at second and third at the end of five. It's Los Angeles two, Oakland one. Enough is enough. America, take your pick. Rickles or right guard. This country's not big enough for both of us. You know, my act is making people sweat. But how can I make you sweat if you're always using right guard antiperspirant? Right guard has a super dry anti-stain formula to help keep you dry. I'm trying to get you hot and bothered, and right guard helps keep you cool. One of us has got to go. It's up to you. Rickles or right guard. You'd rather have Rickles. Wouldn't you? Injector shavers, want real comfort from your shave? Then join the revolution. The one Gillette started by inventing twin injector blades. And now there's the Gillette twin injector razor. The only razor with an exclusive comfort guard bar to set up a twin blade injector shave that's safe, close, and smooth. Now that's comfort. So join the injector revolution. Get the Gillette Track 2 twin injector razor and blades. 
Along with Ben Scully, this is Jim Simpson back in Oakland, California for Game 4 of the World Series. The Dodger win tonight, and that ensures the fact that we will go back to Los Angeles for at least one more game on Saturday. And we'd like to say a special hello to all of you, not only listening on the 450 stations across our country, but around the world, in Europe and Asia, in Japan and South America. We've received word of our World Series telecast in other years from beneath the polar ice cap from a nuclear submarine. Our all-star game brought us letters from our Air Force men flying between Korea and Japan, and we hear from many of you, and we appreciate it so much. The sixth inning for the Dodgers will be Jim Wynn, Steve Garvey, and Joe Ferguson. Dodgers up by a run over Kenny Holtzman, who already has pitched more innings tonight than he did on game number one on Saturday afternoon when he lasted four and a third innings. Jimmy Wynn questioned whether or not he would start tonight because the injured hand struck out swinging at a Holtzman chains in the first inning and then hit the first pitch in the fourth off the glove of Holtzman. Green came over very quickly, made a good play and threw him out. So Wynn is now two for 13 and takes the pitch low, ball one. One of Wynn's hits was a two-out home run in the first game and last night, an unusual thing for him, he got a single to right field. Now a drive out towards center field over quickly comes Billy North and down he goes. Has to pick it up. It's safe as it rolls away. Picked up by Washington. The throw to second base and in for the double is win. The fifth base hit. North had a good long run. The left center field dove with a sinking line drive and could not hold on to it. And with a 2-1 lead, the Dodgers have the leadoff man. At second base here in the sixth, and up comes Garvey. Single to right in the fourth and scored. Struck out swinging at a Holtzman curveball back in the first. Garvey has six base hits in the series, more than anybody else, and he is one of the Dodgers that will go to right field. He'll go with the pitch. Holtzman in with a change-up breaking ball that's fouled at the plate. Strike one. Joe Ferguson swinging a bat on deck. And John Blue Moon Autumn has gotten up to throw once more. In the A's bullpen. Dodgers lead by one in the sixth, but they've got a runner on at second. They're playing Garvey in respect to the fact that he can go the other way almost absolutely straight away. If anything, North is a shade toward right in center. Round ball, Bando looks the man back to second, throws on to first base to Rudy. Wynn stays there as Garvey is out. One out of the sixth, and that'll bring up Ferguson. Dick Green made a fine play on the ground ball of Ferguson's to lead off the second and threw him out. And then Ferguson, on a 3-1 pitch, drew ball four from Kenny Holtzman in the fourth inning and later scored ahead of the Bill Russell triple. That's been the story, the Russell triple driving in Garvey and Ferguson in the fourth and Ken Holtzman's bases empty home run in the third. Holtzman from the stretch, win a good base runner down at second base, breaking pitches down low and inside. Holtzman has misstepped his pitches very well tonight. He's thrown the changeup. He's thrown the breaking ball, both spot and curve, and he has spotted his fastball very well. He's only walked one man, but as so often happens, that man, at that right now, Ferguson in the fourth, scored. One ball, no strikes, and he's back with a curveball strike call. One ball, one strike. Ferguson, a hero of the first game and a losing cause for the Dodgers, but his outstanding throw from center field, a nail bander at the plate. In the second game, he had a two-run home run. In the third game last night, well, you know the story there, a couple of errors. Here's a pitch, breaking ball inside. A pass ball, and he struck out a couple of times. On deck is Ron Say. 
The weather has been outstanding. A little concern here in the Bay Area for smog. That's usually something you hear in the Los Angeles area. But in Oakland today, they have smog warnings. 2-1 pitch, grounded high, hop to Pando, looks wind back to second again, and easily has the slow-moving Ferguson. Two out, with wind still anchored at second base. And Ron Say, 0 for 2 tonight, 1 for 12 in the series, 2 up. In the second, Say drove north deep for his line drive, and then with an 0-2 count in the fourth, the Holtzman curve broke off sharply and had him fooled all the way, and he struck out. Holtzman has struck out 5, given up 5 hits, the 2 runs, and 1 base on balls. Fossey is out to the mound to have a brief talk to Holtzman. Ron Say, the Penguin. That's what they call him. Short, stocky, right-handed hitter. One of the best major players in all of baseball. Holtzman looks back to Jim Wynn. And throws a breaking ball that gets away from Fossey. Wynn is on his way to third. Fossey does not have a throw. Looks as though he might have, but came up and changed his mind. Campanaris and Washington were backing up at third base, but Fossey chose not to make a throw. Ball was down in the dirt, and it is called a wild pitch. Bossy blocked it. It went shortly, just a short distance from the plate off to the left, and I thought he might throw, but he did not. Ball one to say. Olsen back, and there's a line drive to Bando on a short hop. Picks it up, and he'll make his third assist of the game in this inning. No runs, one hit. No runs, and Wynn left at third base. We go to the last of the six. Dodgers two, A's one. Chuckle Turner and Foxy Brown together on one big show. Rated R, under 17, not admitted without parents. World Series brought to you in part by American International Pictures who brings you Truck Turner and Foxy Brown now playing the showcase theater right near you. You're listening to WNBC Radio New York. There's one for 12 for the series, all for two tonight. Switch hitter takes a strike. Batting from the left side from Andy Messerschmitt, the right-handed Dodger pitcher. As a 2-1 lead as we begin the open six. Bando is on deck. Say in on the grass. North tried to bump his way on back at the first inning. He's thrown out and thrown out again by Lopes in the third. Pitch misses outside. One ball, one strike. Messer Smith with a good fastball. Then Scully said when he's got the curve, he strikes a lot out. And there's a wonderful, wonderful change. Fastball in under the chin. Gene Mark of the Montreal Expo said... Andy Messersmith is the only pitcher I know that can overpower a ball club with a changeup. It is that good. Two runs, five hits, no errors for Los Angeles. One run, four hits, no errors for Oakland. North with a 2-1 count, swings at a fastball and misses it. Two and two. Have a two-strike save, backs up a little bit at third base. As does Garvey over at first base. Figuring perhaps now north with a two-strike count will not be punished. And he foul tips the pitch. Doug Yeager can't hold on to it, and it might have shaken up Steve a little bit. Walks around, asks Don Denkisher for a new ball, and to walk it off a little bit. Three balls, two strikes. 
Goss said his lack of hitting. He did take home with him there for a while. He's a better hitter, he says, and misses, misses up high with a chain and walks him. Here's second walk. And that'll bring up Bando. Was one for 11 in the series. In the fourth inning, walked on four pitches, and after Jackson struck out, Rudy sent a little soft blooper to Lopes at second base, and Bando almost idled back to first base and was easily picked off on a play on which he shouldn't have been picked off. Power hitter. And fouls the first one away. Bando during the regular season had 22 home runs and 103 RBIs. He hasn't had a hit since his home run in the third game of the American League Series which won it for Vita Blue. One to nothing over Baltimore. One strike to Bando. I want it. Now a two strikes. Let's see if North is going. And even... They play Bando way around to the left. Again, the sort of first. Low, Garvey digs it out, and North is back in plenty of time. Another throw. Diving back, and he just did get back. Master Smith put a couple of good moves on Campanaris back in the first inning, but this is the best move of the night as far as I'm concerned, as North really had to dive back to get under that. 0-2. Again, he throws over this time. He can get back. Just running back. He does not have to dive. North, 54 stolen bases this year. 53 last year. Dodgers lead it by run. Bando has a count of 0-2. North, out of a short lead, is not going. The pitch is a fastball inside, and we reminded, of course, that Yeager has a habit of throwing behind the runner. So North has to be extra careful, even though Messerschmitt does come to the plate. One ball, two strikes. Another throw over to first base. The ball gets by. He's going to go down to second base. Got through Garvey. And down to second goes off with a tying run. That time the ball was low and in the dirt. Garvey, who has made some marvelous saves of throws from his infielders throughout the series, couldn't dig it out. Onesis Smith draws the throwing arrow. Looking for his first base hit of the series, which could conceivably tie this game up. Messerschmitt throws and is fouled away. 
but the potential double play is off, and so Bando, Jackson, and Rudy, the three, four, five batters in the Oakland lineup, all have a shot at scoring Bill North, with Donna second with none out. Back with the pitch, it's full foul, high, towards the seat. They're giving chase, muscle down there and watching it drop into the seats about four rows deep behind the open bullpen. North down at second base is the sole responsibility of Andy Messersmith. He lost him on a free two pitch and walked him, and then after numerous pickoff attempts, threw Wild and in the dirt. So Messersmith put him on, and then Wild pitched him down the second base, meaning a bad throw over the first base. Down remains, one ball, two strikes to Bando. Bando's been up there for about four or five minutes. Fouling off pitches, and Messersmith has been throwing over the first base. On the stretch, Messersmith throws, and as a ball looped out to right field, overcomes Ferguson. Around first comes Cross, he will score the 2 2 ball game. As Bando gets his first base into the series and ties it up. Jammed, he hit it the other way. Everybody's talking to everybody else. 
Messersmith apparently is going to stay in. Walking around, he still has the baseball in his possession as Austin walks back. Still not out of the Oakland six. One run in and two runners off. And Joe Rudy, one of the top men in slugging percentage and total bases in the American League with 22 home runs and 99 RBIs. Steps in to face Andrew Messersmith. He's run it out and lined softly into a double play. Squares around the bunt and bunts it foul. The Dodgers who chose not to bunt in the top of the sixth inning. Joe Rudy, one of their sluggers up, and they have the bunt sign off. Trying to move Bando to third and Jackson down to second. Like one to Rudy. They play Rudy, at least Wynn does, the other way over in right center field. Stay in on the grass now, third. Garvey sneaking in, he's around the front again. Bunt towards Garvey. Garvey turns around and now flips over to first base. Triple look at third, Bando has a good jump, and Rudy can complete the good sacrifice box. And that will bring up the youngsters called Al Washington. A surprise starter tonight, and he's two for two. Got a base hit off Russell's glove in the second, and singles to left field in the fifth. First base is open with one out. Washington up, and Fossey on deck. Our score is 2-2, and again, John and Brewer continue to throw it out of the Dr. Bullpen. And they're going to put on Cordell Washington. looking for the double play possibility. The play to any base for the double play if the ball is hit to the infield. Fossey coming up has struck out. Swinging at a fastball in the second and he single outs on the fifth. That was a time of frustration for the A's when they had the first two men on. Moved them up on a sacrifice spot but then Messersmith got tough and struck out Holtzman and got Campanaris on a fly to deep left center field. Ball four, and now Cornell Washington becomes the third base runner. Our score is 2-2. Fossey is walking back. Bat in hand. And it looks like Jim Holt, a left-handed swinger, will come up. Holt is not a long ball hitter by any stretch of the imagination. But he does make contact on the ball. Former Minnesota twin. And in the series is one for two. Throughout the regular season, Holt hit 234 with Minnesota and with Oakland. That's total. Alvin Dark makes a move here, and let's see once he does, when the next inning rolls around, whether or not we will see Gene Tennis in the lineup after all, in the role of a catcher instead of a first baseman. Of course, Holt could stay in and play at first base. Rudy could move back to left field, and Tennis would come in and catch. Right now, with a 2-2 score and one out in the sixth, Bando is over third base, Jackson down at second, and Cordell Washington on at first. And Jim holds the batter. Left-hander facing right-hander. First pitch misses, ball one. Messersmith has walked four, three in this inning, one intentionally. And as so often happens, that's the cause of the trouble. 
One ball pitch is fouled over toward the A's dugout. Oh, hit that off the end of his bat. Dodgers two. Oakland two. Brewer is not throwing his heart out on the bullpen of Zahn. Now he resumes his throwing. That's his Smith back, and as a ball hit foul past Winkles in the third base coaching box. One ball, one strike, and again, Holt just did barely get that on the end of his bat. Count is one and two. Nessa Smith pauses to get some dirt from between his cleats and now steps off. Pitching from the stretch with the bases loaded, throws too low, and it's two and two. It's Jim Holt. Jackson during deep knee bends down at second base. Reggie's always doing something. Ground ball up the line, and it is picked up foul by Yeager, who stares at Bando, and we recall that Bando ran into him when Ferguson threw home on a Jackson fly ball to center field in game number one. And so they came face to face again, and Yeager has some fluid on his knee from one collision, and so they had a few words. And Bando was laughing, as was Yeager, as they went back to their respective positions. So it's 2-2 to hold. Master Smith throws, and there's a line drive for that field. It's in there for a base hit. Handle will score. Jackson is coming toward the plate. Here comes the throw to the plate. The tag, he is safe as he draws passes. Yeager gets mad and begins to yell it up by Don Denkinger. Out comes Florida Olsen, but it's four to two. Open leads on the pitch hit. Single by Jim Holt. Going on to third base is Cordell Washington. Makes all runs earned. Austin still talking. Tom Gorman, the veteran of the crew, came in from third base, the National League umpire, to calm down Walter Austin. The play came home. The throw looked almost on time, but Jackson took the outside slide, and as Jager came around, he couldn't quite get to it. Jackson with a fine slide on the foul screen side of home plate. Slid around the tag, not actually around it. Jaeger could not get around in time to make the tag. Fine throw from the outfield by Ferguson, but Jackson is safe. Walter Alston is still out, yelling for Tom Gorman. Tom Denkinger, the umpire who made the call, is behind the plate, and Steve Jaeger is demonstrating to him by kicking at the dirt perhaps intimating that maybe Jackson did not get the plate at all. Alvin Dark has come out to talk to Bobby Winkles and to his next batter, Dick Green. With runners at first and third, the infield comes in, and the A's, who lead two games to one in the World Series, now have a 4-2 to two lead here in the last of the sixth of game number four. Ron Say walks over. Winkles is talking to... The youngster caught L. Washington at third base. Runners at first and third. Now Holt is coming in from first base. And he gets a hand. Kelly North, the first out to greet him. And 
going to have a pinch runner over at first base for Jim Holt. A pinch runner has not yet arrived, but there he goes. Irby Washington. Picked off in the ninth inning of the second game on Sunday by a superb move by Mike Marshall. Now to run again. Three runs have scored, and that's the most that has scored in any inning of the 1974 World Series. And remember, the A's have been known to squeeze with a man at third base. And Green can bunt, and Washington can run, and that's the reason for a lot of that conversation. Infield, it was in, now goes back. Mr. Smith throws over to first base, and Herb Washington is back. One quipster said yesterday, when Washington was run in to run for tennis, the 90 feet between the bases that if he had had to steal, he would have been 91 feet to make it. But he is not straying too far off first base. The second move by Messerschmitt, and again, he did not throw over there too hard. Remember, Marshall set him off by stepping off a couple of times and then lobbing some throws over before the quick snap throw. Coming to the plate, and Green is swinging. Russell, down to Lope to second, back to first base, not in time, the run scores. And it's five to two. Drives in a run. Slow roller that Russell really had no chance to do anything more with than to get one. The fifth run and the fourth of this inning, and it's five to two. And now the eighth man is coming to bat, Ken Holtzman, with Herbie Washington on at first base. And two out. Nestor Smith throws, and it's in under the hands to Holton. And for the first time this late in the game that I can remember, and I'm sure that some of you can check me, but this late in the World Series game, lo and behold, Oakland not only leads, but they have out-hit the opposition, the Dodgers. They've got six hits to the five of the Dodgers. That's pitch from Nestor Smith down low, and he's gone 2-0 to Holtzman, who homered in the third on a high fastball and struck out swinging in the fifth. Messerschmitt throws, ground ball toward the hole. Up with it is Russell to second base, and he's got Washington. Makes that green at second base, of course, as Washington was a race. Dick Green did not get down there in time, and a good play by Bill Russell, who goes in the hole. But four runs score on two base hits. There were three walks and one left. At the end of six, Oakland five, Los Angeles two. Morning, Mr. Green. Say, haven't seen this big car in a spell? Nowadays, Caleb, we use our small car mostly. You know, this big engine might not be getting the exercise it needs. Exercise? Hey, up to get rid of harmful engine deposits. Make sure you're using Quaker State motor oil. It's fortified to fight deposit buildup. Is Quaker State still available in most places? Hey, up, because people need it now more than ever.
Kelly, Jim Simpson back at Oakland, California. It is 5-2. We do have the change since Fossey was batted for. Larry Haney, one-time Boris boy for the Baltimore Orioles way back in the early 60s, and a fine defensive catcher comes on to do the catching. Alvin Dart's team now has a three-run lead, and Gene Pettis remains on the bench. What they need now is to shut off the Dodgers and take a three games to one lead. And Dark is playing things very cozy as Paul Lindblad, a left-hander, and Raleigh Fingers, a right-hander, have already begun to throw here, and Holtzman has just completed his warm-ups. Bando comes over. Haney comes out to talk to Holtzman as he will face Russell, Yeager, and perhaps the pinch hitter. Here in the seventh inning, as Walter Alston now needs runs for his Dodgers. Bill Russell is the only Dodger not only to hit in every World Series game, but in every playoff game. So he has hit successfully in seven games thus far in postseason play. Russell tonight has grounded out. Now loops one up high in center field. Billy North going back. He was playing over in right center field. Goes over to left center field and hauls it in. And there's one out on the Dodgers' seventh. And that will bring up Steve Yeager. All right. Tom Pachork is coming out on deck and will bat for Messersmith. Yeager doubled off the wall back in the third inning. Went to third on a sacrifice bunt, but like so many Dodger runs in this series, there he stayed as Lope struck out and Buckner grounded out. Takes a strike from Ken Holtzman. One strike to Holtzman with one out on the seventh. Five to two, Oakland. Breaking ball misses down low. Messersmith apparently is gone. If Holtzman should complete this game, he would become the first World Series pitcher in 18 games to go ahead and be a complete game pitcher. One ball, one strike. Back to Yeager, misses outside. And guess who is throwing down on the bullpen for the Los Angeles Dodgers? When in doubt, you go to Mike Marshall, who, if there is a sixth game, could be the starter. Two and one. Foul ball inside the bag at third, making third base coach Tom Lasorda jump out of the way. And it's two and two. Holtzman back and swings and misses with a breaking pitch. That's a foul tip, says umpire Don Denkinger. So the count hangs at 2-2. Holtzman, the left-hander, long-time National Leaguer in the Chicago Cubs organization, comes back and changes and strikes him out. Strikeout victim number six for Ken Holtzman. And that'll bring up the choice. Now, as Ben told you, played quite a bit earlier in the season, Alternating out in right field. A 240 hitter. He has been up once in the series and failed to get on. Two outs, none on in the seventh. Tomorrow's pitchers bite a blue. And Don Sutton, who has won 12 in a row. Blue said before this game, the series will end here at Oakland on Thursday, and I'm going to pitch the clincher. Oakland back. Ground ball for the shortstop camp and error. Up with it, fires on to first base. And that's about the strongest that Holtzman has been. 
And the ball game, getting the lower half of the batting order to be sure. No runs, no hits, no errors, and none left. They go to the last of the seventh. Oakland five and the Dodgers two. A marksman slips a 30 caliber bullet into the chamber of a high-powered rifle. He squints through the telescopic sight, lines up the crosshairs on an object 40 yards away. It's a master padlock, locked tight. He squeezes the trigger and blasts a half-inch hole clear through the lock. But it still holds tight. A test of strength filmed for TV and documented in a brochure titled Shootout at Little Tohunga Canyon. You can have a copy free by writing to Master Lock, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 53210. And remember, Master has a lock for most anything worth keeping, even special locks for trailers, guns, bikes, and skis. Master Lock, world's largest padlock manufacturers, known for locks that are tough under fire. as they began their half of the lucky seventh inning. Mike Marshall, this is the fourth World Series game, and here is Marshall for the fourth time. The Fortinati has pitched four innings, had one save, allowed no runs at all, three base hits, and that's been about it. He has been most effective against the A's, and he's going to try to keep this close with the hope that the Dodgers can catch up to Kenny Holtzman. During the regular season, Marshall appeared in 106 games, 
Back in the sixth inning. On a free two pitch, he drew a walk. Threw so many throws from Mr. Smith. He finally threw Lowen in the dirt, which advanced him to second base. Bando got his first base hit of the series to drive him in with a tying run, and the A's were off and running against Annie Mr. Smith. North officially one for 12 in the series. Say looking for the bunt in on the grass at third, but North is swinging late at a Marshall fastball. Strike one. As Ben described it to you, it's a balmy evening now at Open. It has just been beautiful weather. And expected to be the same tomorrow, reaching into the 80s here in the north of California, whereas around Los Angeles, they've been in the high 90s. Unseasonable weather. It stays outside of Marshall Change. It's one ball, one strike. Bando is on deck. Cal 1-1, one one, Say remains in on the grass, and that's a strike at the knees, and so he'll back up a little bit now as we'll garbage at first base. Now, Ben, some outstanding throws and outstanding plays and some shoddy plays. The pitch misses. It's 2-2 two and two in the World Series. But there's never been anything in the 74 Series like the sixth inning. As far as run production is concerned, and at the expense of 20-game winner, Andy Messersmith. The 2-2 pitch is a fastball. Foul tips, and he strikes out swinging. Strikeout number one for Marshall. And with two out, Bando comes up. He tied it up with his base hit in the sixth. His first after going 0 for 11. Marshall takes something off a breaking pitch, looked like, and it's a strike inside. They play Bando, as always, way around to the left. Full hitter. Bounces one back foot. Marshall off the down very quickly, comes up with it, throws on, and has Bando. And Marshall has now gone three through five complete innings in this World Series in four different games and has not allowed a runner to score. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left. At the end of seven, it's still the age five, and the Dodgers too. There's a little town in western Pennsylvania called Oil City, where they make peace of mind. For car owners, Quaker State Motor Oil. They refine it from 100% pure Pennsylvania-grade crude oil, the world's choices. Then they fortify it to protect your engine against heat and rust and dirt and wear. Quaker State. Who says you can't buy peace of mind? Do you know how many people work in America's trucking industry? Nine million. Dedicated to serving 220 million Americans, transporting all their needs. But it takes more than needs. It takes roads. The best and safest we can build. The American trucking industry knows that. The BF Goodrich Tire Company knows that. And we hope you, too, know that. It's going to take trucks. And it's going to take roads. A message from BF Goodrich Tire Company on behalf of the American trucking industry. And now we pause 35 seconds for station identification. Isaac Hayes and Pam Greer. The perfect match for the set of screen on fire. Put them together and watch the sparks fly when Chuck Turner meets Foxy Brown. When they get it on, the action takes off. Chuck Turner and Foxy Brown. 
together on one big show, rated R, under 17, not admitted without parents. The World Series is brought to you in part by American International Pictures, who brings you Truck Turner and Foxy Brown, now playing at a showcase theater near you, WNBC New York. The Dodgers have two more chances to tie this up. And in the eighth inning, they got the top of the batting order, and Alvin Dark is taking no chances at all. He's got left-hander Paul Lindblad and right-hander Raleigh Fingers still throwing in the bullpen. But Kenny Holtzman can just fire and try to keep the ball in the strike zone, and he throws a breaking pitch and slider to Davey Lopes for strike one. Lopes to be followed by Buckner in win. It's 5-2, to two, Oakland in the top of the eighth. Another breaking pitch for a strike. Takes away the probability of a bunt, and so Bander was able to back up the third base. Holtzman, the left hander, throwing another off. Three pitches and Lopes. The leadoff man is victim number seven of Holtzman in strikeout. And that'll bring up Bill Buckner. Buckner doubled to left off the glove of Toronto Washington in the first inning. With a 3-2 count, tried to drag Bonazuel in the third and was thrown out and popped out to Green at short in the fifth. He's one for three tonight. He is four for 16 in the series. Billy North out in center field picks up a Frisbee and flips it into the center field stands. There have been a lot of Frisbees around the Oakland ballpark on all nights. And now is back in his regular position and... Holtzman is ready to throw to left hander. One, two hops to Green at second base, and an easy throw to Rudy. And on one pitch, Buckner is out. Holtzman in the eighth inning is now throwing four pitches. Three straight strikes to Lopes, and one pitch to Buckner got him on a ground ball. Up comes Jimmy Webb. Struck out swinging at a change in the first. Bounced out of the fourth and doubled to center. Off the glove of Billy North, who couldn't hold on to it. And then was wild pitch to third, and then three straight ground outs left him right there. Holtzman throws a fastball. It's too high to win. When has two base hits in the series in make that three base hits in 14 tries. A single, a double, and a home run. A toy cannon. All those years with Houston, this is his first year with the Dodgers. Breaking pitches too low. 2-0 to win. Dodgers are looking for base runners. They're down by three. In the top of the eighth. Holtzman working very fast now, throws high and away. The one thing Holtzman does not want to do is issue a free pass. Garvey could pump it out of here, and suddenly it's 5-4 to four should win get off. So on 3-0, and oh, taking all away, and a breaking pitch gets over, it's like one. Wynn takes a look at Tom Lasorda third to see if he's taking again. Holtzman back and throws another change for a strike, 3-2. Things have spread out a little bit, evened up a little bit. Three and two with two out, and Holton can come back to challenge and does with a fastball, but it's too high, and that's the second walk. Given up by Holton. The other man he walked was Ferguson back in the fourth, and he scored. With two out, winners a base runner, and Garvey, who is one for three tonight, and with more base hits than anybody else in the series, six steps in. Garvey tonight struck out swinging at a curve, lined a single to right. And scored and bounced to third. When Wynn was on second, Garvey was up and swinging away in the sixth inning of a 2-1 ball game. The strategy did not work. Ground ball in the hole to left field. 
Wynn will stop at second as Claudel Washington keeps the ball in front of it. And now Joe Ferguson comes up as the potential tying run, and with Ferguson coming up, Alvin Dark is coming out, saying that is enough. And so, again, this becomes the 18th consecutive World Series game in which no starting pitcher has been around at the finish. Ferguson coming up, and that can mean one thing. Raleigh Fingers is coming off. Holtzman this time, as opposed to four and a third innings in the first game, works seven and two-thirds. Cannot lose the game. He's responsible for the two men on base. Gave up two runs, six hits, work out seven, and walked two. Raleigh Fingers is making his third appearance. Works six innings. He's won a game, that was the first. Given up a couple of runs and a couple of home runs, including one to Willie Crawford last night that fairly jumped out of the stadium over the right field wall. During the regular season, Fingers, called on more than anybody else in their bullpen, appeared 76 times, 1-9, lost 5, 2.65, earned one average. Our compare Fingers used more than anybody else 76 times as opposed to the amazing Mike Marshall, who was used 106 times. 30 more appearances than Raleigh Fingers had in a 162-game season. With two out, Jimmy Wynn is down at second base, and Steve Garvey is on at first base. And Joe Ferguson, 16 home runs during the regular season, and a powerful two-run blast over the center field wall off Blue Moon Odom with a fastball in tight to him, ready to come up to the plate. And I'm sure that Joe, who had those errors, pass ball, couple of strikes out last night, would like to get on the board before his hometown folks and also would like to put the Dodgers back in business. Dodgers trail 5-2. to two. Ferguson represents the tying run, but now facing a right-hander, Raleigh Fingers. Fingers likes to pitch outside as all the A pitches do to the Dodgers, but he's got a slider and a fastball stays outside. That's the fastball that hits the outside corner for a strike. Fingers ready again. Throws, misses outside, and it's one and one. The 76 games in which Fingers appeared in during the regular season the American League high. Ferguson waving that big bat. Big, strong, powerful right-handed hitter. Back with a breaking pitch. Misses. Fingers is gone for that outside corner, as he always does, three consecutive times. He's missed twice. It's two and one. And quickly, the bullpen for the A's gets busy again. Now back to the screen. Blue Moon Odom, who is warming up in the early stages, comes out at the right-hander. Paul Lindblad remains a left-hander. 2-2 with two out. And Haney calls time and walks out to talk to Raleigh Fingers as West Stark, the pitching coach, now races out to the mound. Stark looking Fingers squirrel in the eye. Telling him what it is he must do or what it is he is not doing. 
six to four to three, bounces into the double play. Now there are none on, and Washington has had a perfect night with two base hits and an intentional walk, and a run scored comes up. Last minute substitution in left field as Gene Tennis did not start at first base, and they moved Rudy in to play first base. Washington, the 20-year-old youngster from Berkeley, took over. Had a ball go off his glove for a double in the first inning, but a shift in with two base hits and a score to run. Left-handed batter saved on the edge of the grass at third base. Marshall throwing a pitch that stays outside, ball one. Holtzman pitched excellent baseball tonight for seven and two-thirds innings, giving up only two runs and six hits, striking out seven and walking two. He was not the winner on Saturday. Raleigh Fingers, in relief of him, was the winner that day. Renault account to Cordell Washington swings at a Marshall fastball and fouls it back. Picked up by Yeager. It's two and one. In the ninth, Ron Say, Bill Russell, and Steve Yeager for the Dodgers. And they're down by three. Marshall back, and there's a foul back. And it's 2-2 to Toronto, Washington. Barring what might happen in the ninth inning, what could happen in the ninth inning, for the first time, we will go to the ninth inning in a ballgame that is not really that close. Three runs is a big margin in this 1974 World Series. And that's what the A's have. Every other game has been decided by the same score and with one run. Washington strikes up swinging at a Marshall fastball for Marshall's second strikeout. No runs, one hit, no errors, and none left. And the Dodgers have one more chance when we come back in the ninth. Oakland leads 5-2. to two. Taxi. Airport, please. You settle back. Pick up the morning paper. The headline reads, Head-on collision, five killed. You do a lot of traveling in a year. Commuting, flying on business, vacations... There is protection. You can ride with the Kemper Cavalry. The Kemper Insurance Companies and the independent agents who represent us. Our coming and going policy will protect you against loss of life or limb, whether you're flying, riding, or walking. It's the inexpensive and convenient travel accident protection you only have to buy once a year. For full details, including exclusions, reductions, or limitations, call the independent agent who represents Kemper. He's in the other places. The Kemper Insurance Companies. We're with you for the long ride. Raleigh Fingers will be throwing to catcher Larry Haney. Gene Tennis, who did not start tonight, is now in the ballgame at first base as Alvin Dark makes defensive changes and Claudel Washington is out of the game and Joe Rudy has gone from first base out to left field. For the infield for the A's, Tennis Green, Campanaris and Bando, the outfield from left to right, Rudy North and Jackson, Larry Haney behind the plate, good defense and Raleigh Fingers with three outs to go to give the A's a three games to one lead in the 1974 World Series for the Oakland Athletics. Ron Say, 0 for 3 tonight. 1 for 13 in the series, leads it off and takes the pitch inside from Raleigh Fingers. And quickly, they were not 
warming between innings, but now Blue Moon Odom and Paul Inblad come out and begin to throw again. Charlie Huff, who worked last night knuckleballer, throwing for the Dodgers. Breaking pitch gets to the outside corner. The fingers slatter, and it's one ball, one strike. The wrong save. Bill Russell standing on deck. Fingers back, throws him a breaking pitch, a strike at the knees. They got caught looking at a curveball back in the fourth inning for one of the seven strikeouts of Ken Holtzman. Fingers a big man, right-hander. Throws, fastball misses the outside corner. One and two. Tommy Lasorda, ever the optimist, always in motion down at third base in the coaching box, clapping it up for Ron Say. The 2-2 pitch. Fastball drilled up the middle. Base hit for Say. He gets his first of the evening. And that'll bring up Bill Russell, who tripled to the opposite field and drove in the only two runs the Dodgers have in this game back in the fourth inning with two out. Hit a 3-1 Holtzman pitch near the wall in right field. Say at first base, not a threat to go. Bando's playing kind of off the bag at third base, not guarding the line too much, and of course, Tennis is holding the runner on at first base. Should Russell pull, he can get inside that bag, breaking bits the slider, catches the outside corner. Normally at this stage of the game, you would see the third baseman very close to the bag at third, but Bando is well off the bag. Strike one pitch. Thrown, foul the other way, and over toward the Dodger dugout. It's two strikes. 0-2 to Russell, who has four base hits in the World Series. One denied a triple. Dodgers trail 5-2. We're in the top of the ninth. Fingers throws the breaking pitch. He lost his bat as he fouls the ball off to the right. Russell leaning out across the plate, chasing that breaking pitch. Fouled it off and lost the bat in the process. The scoreboard shows us that Vida Blue, 17-game winner, will go for Oakland tomorrow. Don Sutton, 19-game winner for the Dodgers. But more important for Sutton, as you all know by now, he's won his last 12 in a row. Now that curveball of Sutton's, he's been nigh on the invincible here in the late season. Well, he has been, 12 in a row. Two strikes to count to Russell. Fingers throws and misses outside. It's one ball, two strikes. Well, this is the same situation Fingers was in. With Ron Say, 0-2, then missed outside, 1-2, and, and then came back with the ball that Say was able to hit to center field for a base hit. Russell waits and swings and misses to the breaking ball. Fingers strikes out his second man, one out of the ninth. And Steve Yeager, due up, but is now walking back. And Ron Joshua is coming out on deck. Jaeger, the right-hander, takes the seat for Joshua, who during the regular season hit 234. He has been up twice in this series and is 0 for 2. Ron Say on at first base. Larry Haney walking back very slowly. Bando retreats toward third base, looking into the dugout nodding his head toward the dugout and Alvin Dark. 
as Joshua continues to swing a bat on deck. And now walks very slowly to take up his position in the left-handed batter's box. Jackson in right field took a couple of steps back would be on the warning track and now realizing that Joshua is up walks a little bit more toward center field and comes in 20 or 30 feet. They're playing him to hit the other way. Bando still off the bag at third. Campanaris is well towards second base. Big gaping hole between Bando even though he's off the bag. Ground ball. Dove there by Green. Dove to the shortstop back to first level three to win it. Green makes another super play. And the A's come digging out of the dugout. He dove to his right. Slips to Campanaris who got Joshua first for game-ending double play. No loss, one hit. No errors, and none left, and more importantly, Oakland win five to two. Gillette Championship shaving is on the air. The first plate is cutting the whisker, that's one shave, and the second plate is coming over to five to two. Let's get an instant replay of those two plays teaming up on that incredible shave. There, the track two is beginning to shave the whisker. The first blade lifting it out away from the face, actually exposing extra whisker. The first blade is through, and the whisker is starting to snap back in. But here comes the second blade. It's going to nail that whisker again before it can all get back. Yes, the Gillette track two has shaved the same whisker twice for a closer shave. And both those blades are recessed for extra safety. The final score, the track two razor effect, two whiskers, nothing. Folks, that's championship shaving brought to you by the Gillette Track Two Shaving System, the closest thing to a perfect shave. Well, then, Scully, the Dodgers are down as the old cliche goes, but not out. But down something to tomorrow. Yes, but they have to be hurting very much tonight. If there's one big departure from the script in the series, in the other three games that were three to two, the losing team found it very easy to console itself with the thought that we gave it away, that we could have won, that there was really not much that different. Ah, but there was a big difference in the two teams tonight. The clutch pitching of Kenny Holtzman, the Dodgers wasting extra base hits. They had three doubles and a triple and managed to score only the fellow who singled and walked. So they left four extra base hits out on the base pads. For Andy Messersmith, he let the leadoff man get on base in four out of six innings, and of course it eventually led to the undoing. It was the better team indeed tonight that won it. For Oakland, five runs, seven hits. For the Dodgers, two runs, seven hits, and one error. If there was one big difference in Andy Messersmith, it was in the sixth inning. When he makes his errors, he usually throws the ball away, and that was the undoing when he tried to pick Bill North off and threw it away. But then, he is a strikeout pitcher who has had trouble striking people out because he does not have that good curveball. And if he ever had a strikeout pitch earlier in the year, he would have struck out Jim Holt. But he didn't have it tonight, and Holt singled, and the ball game went down the drain. We'll be back with more World Series coverage in just one minute. If you've been new car shopping, you've probably found it's hard to decide which size is right for you. Hi, this is Joe Garagiola, and I'd like to suggest you check out the 1975 Coronet Hardtops at your Dodge dealers. These cars are a little bit smaller and a little bit sportier than standard-sized cars. They're sized right, 
priced right and styled to keep you ahead of the crowd. And here's the clincher. Chrysler Corporation's new 12-month unlimited mileage car warranty. For the first 12 months of use, any Chrysler Motors Corporation dealer will fix, without charge for parts or labor, any part of our 1975 passenger cars we supply, except tires, which proves defective in normal use, regardless of mileage. That's it. All you have to do is take care of normal maintenance service, such as changing filters and wiper blades. So take a look at the 1975 Coronet hardtops. They're all new, and they're at your Dodge dealers this week. Eddie Holtzman has his first win of this 1974 series, his fourth in five decisions in his lifetime as a World Series pitcher for the Oakland A's. Andy Messersmith, who pitched very well and lost on Saturday, pitched not so well and got himself in a hole here tonight and is now 0-2. And for the A's, they've won their fourth series game in a row, extending back to last year. And going back, they won their sixth and seventh games, remember, here last year to clinch it against the New York Mets. They could clinch tomorrow night. But that's another story to be talked about tomorrow night, and we'll be back with the final wrap-up of tonight's World Series game in just one minute. Look, if you spent a lot on your camera, you're not about to use ordinary batteries in it. So come, come to the top. If your cassette player is always going, and you need a battery that can keep going too, come to the top of the EverReady line. Come to the EverReady Alkaline Power Cell, our best, longest-lasting power source. No ordinary battery ever made works so hard, so long. Repeat, no ordinary battery ever made works so hard, so long as the EverReady Alkaline Power Cell. Now you can get a $1 refund on specially marked packages of EverReady Alkaline Power Cells. Details at participating EverReady dealers. Come to the top. Come to the EverReady Alkaline Power Cell. Now, last be our producer, our engineer John Cameron Jim Simpson with Vince Scully saying goodbye from Oakland. Game 4 has been brought to you by the makers of EverReady Alkaline Power Cell. Come to the top with EverReady's biggest, best, long-lasting power source. By the Gillette Track 2 Shaving System. It's the closest thing to a perfect shave. By your nearby Dodge dealer. Invite you to see the change in charger. It's a whole new car. The Kepler Insurance Company they're with you for the long run. And by the makers of Quaker State Motor Oil, available more places than ever, now that you need it more than ever. This has been an NBC Radio Network sports presentation.